You have saved money, you've budgeted, you've invested well, yet most people default to the government for their legacy plan. Why is that? What is your plan? My guest will share a practical, innovative approach to help you. Welcome. This is the Unconventional Ministry Podcast, where the conversation is about fresh ideas in ministry, innovative approaches, and collaborative efforts. I'm your host, Dennis Weens, Vice President for Ministry Partnerships at SAT7 USA. My guest today is John Frick, Vice President of Development for SAT7. John, people work hard at saving money, budgeting, investing for retirement, yet most people default to the government for their legacy plan. Is this really happening? Well, unfortunately, Dennis, uh, yes, it is. Studies have shown that, uh, in general, about 60% of church attenders have no sort of predetermined or self-determined estate plan. Now, I say self-determined because everybody has an estate plan. Either it's one that you determine for yourself, or it's one that government has determined for you. So 60% of the people sitting in the church today have defaulted to their final estate plan of how their assets are going to be distributed to to whom and whenever uh, to the government. And uh, also, Dennis, what's surprising is about 30% of those sitting in the church um, have some sort of an estate plan but typically it's either outdated or inadequate and and doesn't avoid some of the issues related to probate. So Once if you again, think of a if you think of a church of 2000 sitting yeah. in the pew on Sunday morning 1800 of them do not have a legacy plan they're, they're just defaulting to the government. Yeah, well, uh, 1200 for sure defaulting to the government, the other 600 uh, probably Uh, It depends upon uh, the last time they looked at it. And many people that I've talked to who tell me they have an estate plan, when I ask them, well, when was it created? Well, it was when their kids were little. So it was 15, 20, 30 years ago. Well, when was the last time you looked at it? Uh, 15, 20, or 30 years ago. And a lot of things have changed over that period of time, including some of the government regulations and and, regulations. Uh, tax situations, et cetera. So it's an out-of-date plan, uh, many times inadequate, and it it exposes your loved ones to a lot of extra work uh, and exposes your loved ones to working with the government, uh, the local courts in in whatever county an individual lives in to manage the distribution of those assets. And what I have seen And I've talked to attorneys, I've talked to medical personnel, I've talked to social workers, and the stories that they have told me about the fights, the the, um, (laughs) lack of civility that family members have with one another when an individual didn't put a proper estate plan together. And so not only is this perhaps a stewardship issue, it's a family issue as well, and it can do a lot of damage to the family. I would think the church leadership would want to be talking about this, but uh, my assumption is uh, 
that churches aren't really talking about stewardship to this level. They talk about tithing, but they don't really talk about leaving a legacy and what to do in a biblical leg, uh, legacy plan. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Dennis. And, and I think, and again, my my time and experience and actually my time in seminary as well, uh, we didn't spend hardly any time at all related to anything, relate, uh, uh, discussion of money. And so what happens is that pastors typically, if they do talk about money, it's either in relation to the church budget or some sort of capital campaign. And so money then, or the topic of money within the church becomes more of a philanthropic discussion. And yet I think the Bible teaches us that the topic of money is a discipleship issue. And unfortunately, I think many churches uh, have for whatever reason, they fall into that philanthropic conversation and not the discipleship conversation. I want to remind you, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, make some comments. Uh, does your church provide legacy planning? Do you? Uh, what do you think about uh, doing a legacy plan? Uh, do you need resources? Uh, give us some likes, give us some comments, and share this, because if you're thinking about the need for this, uh, I bet your rest of your family or your friends are thinking about this as well. So share this with others and get the word out that uh, we really need to think about what is a biblical legacy plan. So, John, um, talk to us a little bit more about uh, what goes into thinking about stewarding resources in terms of uh, legacy plan, a biblical legacy plan like this. Sure. Uh, th that's a great question, Dennis. And again, just the foundation that the reason that we think this is important to talk about, um, you know, when we look at the parables of Jesus, about two thirds of them, Jesus used money or some other form of capital as a way to teach his, his lesson or his points. 15% uh, of the red letters. Now, some people may not remember what the red letters are, but it's the Jesus words. 15% of his words have to do with money. And more than 2,300 verses in the Bible have to do with money. So it, it, there, the Bible does say a lot about how we should be addressing money. Again, it's a discipleship issue. And I think some of the principles, when we look at those verses, we see that we should be intentional about how we steward, that we should be generous. Uh, just as God is generous, we are to be generous. And, and when we are generous, uh, some writers have said, we're most likely reflecting the image of God when we're generous. And, and then we should be very practical in how we do that. We should, um, Jesus said, pay to Caesar what Caesar's, but give to God what is God's. So yeah, there are some things that uh, the appropriate taxes and et cetera, that our state is going to be accountable for, but it doesn't have to be everything. We should also be conscious of what we should be stewarding with God. And, and there's some ways to look at that and be very practical. And it's not as complicated as most people might think. This podcast is about fresh ideas and innovative approaches. And John, it sounds like Sat7 is bringing a fresh conversation to the church about biblical estate planning and legacy. And uh, we offer some innovative ways that we can come along some, uh, somebody that has this need. Uh, talk, to, talk to us a little bit about uh, some of the resources Sat7 offers 
in terms of uh, helping people do a legacy plan? Yeah, I'm happy to do that, Dennis. Um, if your listeners want to go to the SAT7 website, it's www.sat7usa.org. And at the top of the, the header there, there's a little tab that says planned giving. If people click on that, then it opens up a page with lots of information uh, regarding different aspects of, of estate planning and planned giving. And in fact, there's an opportunity. Uh, SAT7 has partnered with another ministry organization called Financial Planning Ministry. And Financial Planning Ministry will prepare a will and living trust documents at no cost or obligation to our listeners today, uh, other than to pray about how you might leave a, a gift for the kingdom. So those, those opportunities are there. Uh, my information is there if people wanted to uh, talk with me or find out a little bit more information about how to put an estate plan together that honors your family, uh, protects your family from some of the issues related to probate, as well as honoring the kingdom of God. So I think there's two steps here. The first step is to be informed, and that's critically important that you go to that page, sat7usa.org, and click on the planned giving tab. John has information. He has some short videos to explain some of the terms and to explain what's all involved in putting together a plan. And then the second step is that if somebody doesn't have an attorney, uh, if somebody doesn't have the means, SAT7 can come alongside and provide them that resource to have a will and a trust uh, prepared at no charge. And if somebody go out and get an attorney to do that, that might be around $1,400. Well, SAT7 come alongside, and the only requirement is that you think about the kingdom and leaving something to the kingdom. And we suggest that if uh, doing a legacy plan would help save costs, that you look at turning those costs back to your local church, your favorite ministries. And some people don't have a favorite ministry. Maybe they'd consider SAT7. Absolutely. And uh, if, if I can, I'll just mention, Dennis, that uh, over the last few years, as we've begun to help people understand more about the biblical stewardship of estate planning, that uh, through the individuals that we've been working with, more than 70 ministries will be blessed with kingdom gifts. Uh, in the future. And that, that's just something that uh, I'm very proud of. Uh, I'm proud of those who are uh, ministry partners with SAT7, proud that people are taking their stewardship responsibilities seriously. Yeah, this is a podcast about uh, fresh ideas, innovative approaches, and collaborative efforts. And we see this as kingdom work. And even if you need help and you don't leave something to SAT7, you leave something to the kingdom. And we see this as kingdom work. And so if you need help, be informed. Go to the website, sat7usa.org, and click on the plan giving tab. And uh, be informed. Learn what you can. And then there's resources there if you need somebody to come alongside with resources. So, John, again, uh, thank you for joining us. This is a great discussion. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Dennis. In our changing world, there are more ways than ever to do ministry. SAT7, as a broadcast media ministry, is changing how ministry is done. Through innovative approaches, collaborative efforts, broadcast satellite television, web streaming, and social media, SAT7 is making a difference. 
Visit SAT7 online today at sat7usa.org to learn ways you can be a part of this kingdom work. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please share it with your friends. If you know of an unconventional ministry approach, please introduce us. We'd like to have them on as guests. Thank you again for joining this episode of the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Thank you.